0: and it is exceptionally easy to start just racking up costs in your business without actually seeing a tangible benefit, without actually fully knowing how you can exploit each tool. So I'm exceptionally careful about which tools I buy and where I'm gonna put my hand in my pocket to use them. In this episode of Retain FM, Pete explores how you can utilize AI tools to help with user generated content, and how digital agencies can harness this to create a scalable service that they can sell to clients on a recurring basis. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Retain FM. I am your host, Pete. And before we get into today's episode, Please, please, please can I encourage you while you have your device in your hand to hit that like or subscribe button. Whether you're listening to the audio version of this podcast or you're watching it on YouTube, Please uh, like or subscribe or sign up for notifications or do whatever you need to do to make sure that you get notified as content on these channels are released. It's really important to me to know that the content I produce is getting into the hands of the people that need it the most. And if that is you, if you're finding value in this, please, as I say, make sure you like and subscribe. So today's episode is part two of a two-parter to do with user-generated content or UGC for short. So if you haven't listened to part one, which was all about uh, what UGC is, how it can be systematized, what what a UGC strategy can look like, and how you as a digital agency can sell UGC, then please go and stop right now after you've liked and subscribed, that'd be great. And uh, go and check out episode 160, and then come right back here where we're going to be talking about how we can use AI tools, how agencies can use AI tools to deliver UGC retainers for their clients. So Today this is very much going to be a rundown of a few tools that that use AI to help you to help me deliver results for our clients. As I say the theory part of it is in the previous episode. So if you need to go and get that go and get that first. Now it's worth saying two things before we start with uh, the the tools themselves. The first is that the benefits of these tools for us as agency owners lie in the efficiencies that they provide. It's the tools that are gonna make our processes scalable so that we can serve hundreds of clients with our process if we need to and know that we're gonna achieve results for them each and every time. For That's for every client every time we run our process. If a tool isn't serving that purpose, then really it's a bit of a waste of time, if we're being honest. The second thing is that I'm not suggesting for one minute that all of the tools I'm about to mention uh, uh, should be used uh, by a single agency. You'll see when we get into them. In fact, I'm going to group the first four or five of them together. The there's a lot of overlap in what these tools offer. So as I say, I'm not suggesting that you use all of them. I'm not suggesting you go and spend money on all of them. They're really here as a starter for 10 so that if you're wanting to systematize this and sell it, you've got the upper hand on where to start looking or where I would start looking in order to, to get the tools and stuff in place for me. Now, with that said, look, This episode is being recorded and will be released in June 2023 and it's uh, AI is one of the fastest, if not the fastest ever, moving uh, phenomenon in digital marketing, certainly in recent years, if not since the invention of the internet. Who knows? Uh, So I'm very aware that the minute I hit publish on this episode it may be out of date within hours if not weeks so again go do your due diligence if this only serves as a starter for 10 for you then that's what it's intended to be so please please take it as it's intended rather than as a a, a gospel type list um so as I say, the f- the first few tools, uh, these are the ones that have the biggest overlap, and really they are very much in the brand monitoring, social media management, and content curation kind of areas. The tools themselves are Tint, Nosto, that used to be called Stackler, uh, Social Native, Crowdfire, and Social Sprout. Now, Look, all of those five tools, they all have their own sort of intricacies, they all have their own quirks, but generally speaking, they all allow you to monitor the the internet for user-generated content that is put out there by the clients, uh, your clients. Uh, clients, essentially, your clients' customers. Um, And then they all suck it in and allow you to do a number of things with it. That will be to create social media content for your clients. It will be to um, curate related content to do with that user-generated content, again, for your clients. And then, of course, it will help you uh, track and monitor the results that you're going to achieve for your clients be that uh traffic to their website social shares review numbers uh google map listings all of that kind of stuff now i'm not going to go into each one independently as i say they all do have their own kind of quirks um quirks to this some of them for example uh nosto is very much based around more of the influencer marketing side of things whereas uh you know things like crowdfire and social sprout they far more resemble kind of social media management software that you may be used to before the ai elements came in but they all they all benefit from some kind of ai um uh, they all benefit from some kind of AI influence within themselves. Uh, for example, Nosto, taking that as the example, uh, that uses AI to discover and curate online content. So it takes what it finds and then uses the AI to create the content that you can share for your clients. Um Tint, on the other hand, that uses AI more of an internal process where it actually starts to tag content in its platform for you using AI so that you know how to um, file that, you you know, you you know how to respond to that as it goes through. So as I say, they all kind of sit in the same space, but they all kind of use AI in different ways. So feel free to go and check those out and, um, you know, see how they're going to work with your process the most. We then get on to a few tools which are uh, far more unique in the way that they work, and these are maybe the things that you may need, uh, depending on again depending on your use case. The first is Yotpo. Now Yotpo. Used to be a review platform, Yotpo, I should say. Right at the outset, is an e-commerce tool. So if it's if you're looking at a lead gen site, this isn't the tool for you. And um, it has repositioned itself over the the last few years, where it is it claims to now be more of a customer attention platform rather than a a review platform. Um, but as I say, it is purely for the e-commerce space. And it again, it allows you to collect and curate and manage user-generated content such as reviews, photos, Q and A, all that kind of thing. And it uses its AI capabilities to help identify trends within that, uh, and it can also assist in displaying the right content to the right customers at the right time. So Yotpo. Also allows you to feed review and user-generated content directly onto your product pages So depending upon the the user of the website at a time uh, and and their activities they will then see You uh, user-generated content that is relevant to their user journey on that site at that time So it's quite clever and it's really quite cool and um, but as I say it only works in an e-commerce setting for uh when i used to work at an e-commerce agency we did use the the base version the the uh, review version of Yotpo quite extensively and you know it's certainly a company that i've been keeping tabs on that I, that i keep keep uh, up up to date with because they really do push the boundaries of where well as i say they started as a review platform of where they could they can go with user attention on sites so yeah certainly something that does get my recommendation The next is Canva's Content Planner. Now, Canva, as we know, look, well, where have you been if you don't know what Canva is? But uh, yeah, Canva's Content Planner uses AI to suggest the times that any content you create could best be posted. So, at the time of recording, Canva's AI doesn't actually help you with the creation of the content but there's other tools you can use for that. However, if you then design the social posts and schedule them through the Canva content planner, then it is using AI at that point to, to push that content out uh, to try and maximize the reach and engagement for that content that it possibly can. So it's using AI maybe in a slightly different way to some of the the content curation tools that we mentioned above. And then last but not least, look, I couldn't record this episode without mentioning chat gpt and actually if you buddy this up with canva then you you get the whole ai thing together don't you um particularly using chat gpt4 i i did a a recent episode uh of the podcast in fact it was the first ever video episode of the podcast that was a comparison between gpt 3.5 and gpt4 so again i'll link that up in the show notes but if you uh if you can afford it and it is this one the thing I've the thing I where I'm starting to struggle with AI tools is they're all 20, 30, 40, 50 dollars a month at least and it is exceptionally easy to start just racking up costs in your business without actually seeing a tangible benefit without actually fully knowing how you can exploit each tool. So I'm exceptionally careful about which tools I buy and where I'm going to put my hand in my pocket to use them. Um but on the same note, I've got to say that paying the 20 bucks a month for ChatGPT uh, Pro, or whatever it's called, uh, which gives you access to GPT-4, the difference between GPT-3.5 and GPT-4 is like night and day. So that one is definitely a $20 a month that's worth spending if you're going to be using it for uh, you know, for the output. BARD is also very good, but for the u- user-generated content side of things, I've got to say, I think uh, ChatGPT is... Does have the edge on it. The thing, of course, you've got to remember is anything to do with ChatGPT, its memory ends in September 2021. So anything beyond that, you need to you need to go and uh, input some research. But ChatGPT would be the the final one on my list. So hopefully that gives you an overview of where you could start. And as I say, this list is going to be out of date before it even really hits hits publish. Um, but if all this does is spark a discussion or spark your train of thought to start exploring these tools if user-generated content and how the impact it can have on SEO and the return that you can demonstrate to your clients. If that's all it does, then it's been worthwhile so if you've got something out of this episode please uh please give it a like as i said uh make sure you subscribe and if you if you want to feel free to share this podcast with somebody that you know it's the best way that the podcast can grow that's it for this episode if i don't see you in the subscribes if i don't see you in our facebook group then i will certainly see you in the next episode